Last week, man, Jesus just fed 5,000 people. And you know, if you're going to feed 5,000 people, man, word is going to get out. And they're gonna, people are going to be at your door. They're going to be saying, what? Who's eating for free, man? It's not like some buffet here. But last week, Jesus fed 5,000 people. And actually, he fed more because those were just the adults. And I'm just excited because I got to tell you, man, I used to own a restaurant a long time ago, years ago. And I put out a special one day. <laughs> and wow, I nearly ran out of food. Word got out, man. People came. They were hungry. They were saying, hey, man, where's my food? It's free. And I ran out of food. I was like, wow, I just ain't got enough, man. The ad. And the guy was so angry. He said, I want my food. And I said, well, I don't have it. I ran out. Man, it was, it was special. And I didn't think anyone would show up. <laughs> But boy, did they show up. Listen, Jesus just fed 5,000 plus people. Word's getting out and people are getting upset. And the Jewish leaders are really upset, man. And last week we talked about John chapter 6 where Jesus was feeding the 5,000 and how he was in the Sea of Galilee. He was cruising down there through the Tiberias area. And a great multitude of people followed him. And so, Father, we come before you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for this time. Lord, we, we know that you're in control of all things, all circumstances, and every event in our lives. So, Father, we lift up your name, Jesus. Amen. Welcome back, man. And John chapter 6 is full of, last week was full of nuggets. My buddy, he does Spanish, and he was just uh, translating it all in Spanish. And he was like, hey, man, this is like full of nuggets. And I'm like, well, I don't know how to translate Spanish, but... He said, no, man, this was like, the more you get into the word, and it's not me, it's Jesus. It's the Holy Spirit that's doing the work in us. And so you guys are also called to preach, to get out there and, and, and become more Christ-like, and, and basically to put on Christ. So this is awesome because we look at his disciples, and we see how the disciples were picked out, and how Jesus picks us out because he loves us. We see how the disciples last week, they, 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 were, they were following Jesus, they followed him, they sat with him, and they, and they learned what it's like to be a real believer. Not like today, I'm sorry, where there's so much division and so many problems and so many issues in the body of Christ. It's just unbearable. People are like, I don't even want to go to church. Well, I don't blame some of them. So we see the Holy Spirit working. We see Jesus working. And we get back into verse 12 where it talked about so when they were filled, he said to his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain so that nothing is lost. Jesus didn't want any one of us to be lost, but to be filled with his Holy Spirit. He wanted us to become more like him. He wanted us to be filled with his Holy Spirit. He wanted to gather up his lost the fragments were the people who were lost and that didn't have any hope in this world. And that's just like today. Believers, listen to me. We have issues. Everybody has issues. But the, the major thing is, is that we help one another. We stand for one another. We don't leave one another. We don't let the enemy divide us. Satan wants to divide us. This is his biggest tactical force on the, in, the, in, the, in the war zone. He wants to take your life and change it away to his ways that are dirty, awful, and full of lies. Satan is the accuser, and Jesus is the lover. 
He wants to, Jesus is the opposite, man. So listen, his disciples were gathering the fragments that remained so that nothing was lost. And verse 13 says, therefore they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets. Now I'm thinking these baskets, the 12 baskets were either the 12 tribes of Israel or maybe it was the 12 disciples. Maybe Jesus is saying to you right now, look, I'm going to gather you up. And you're thinking, how? How can you gather me, Lord? Jesus wants to build you up and gather you up. Listen, take these sermons, take these verses, verse by verse, and we're going to build you up, Christ in us, and you're going to go out and you can become what God has called you to be by going through every single chapter, verse, and ask the Holy Spirit to lead. It's that simple. When Jesus Christ has called you, Nobody can take that calling away from you. Listen to me. I'm talking to you. If you are called by God to preach his gospel, teach his gospel, or like me, I'm called to preach and teach and evangelize. It's just the gifts that the Lord has given me. Then do it. Put on your Nikes and do it. I mean, don't worry about tomorrow, but but, but get plugged in the gospel and listen to this. Look, his disciples were gathering up the fragments that remain so nothing is lost. But the awesome part is in 13, it says, Therefore they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves. We talked about how the five barley loaves were left over by those who had eaten them. Now, they were crumbs. They, Jesus told the disciple, go to that little boy and snatch up some fish from him. <laughs> it's crazy, man. He, he took an innocent child and, and, he, and he took the fragments and he made and he fed 5,000 believer people who wanted to believe in him they had church right there man and he fed them it was free it was an all-you-can-eat buffet it was it was wow man I mean I'm full and people were upset and the and and basically what happened was he was describing up with Moses was with Moses if you guys listen, later on when we study the Bible, when we get into Deuteronomy 18, when we get into that, the Old Testament, but it's going to talk about how how the bread may have reminded them of Moses and the manna. So, we talked about that, but what I want to talk to you guys is about the bread is Jesus. Jesus is the life and source of all of our our, our, our cares. He takes our cares. He casts our burdens on Him. Listen, we don't need to go to our neighbors and gossip. We don't need to go to our, our co-workers and gossip. We can, we can go to Jesus and say, Jesus, take this trouble from me and help me. And, and he'll, he'll remove the issues in our life. We got to get our eyes off of man and woman and get them on God. So many times in life, we focus on the message instead of Jesus. So many times we walk into church on Sunday and then we go, wow, how beautiful. And then we walk out and we forget about the message. We forget about what Jesus is telling us and we forget about what Christ can do in our lives. As believers, we forget about putting on the power and the hope and the promise of Jesus Christ. We forget about his love, his mercy, and everything that he has to offer us. And we go out this building, we leave this door, we walk out, and we forget exactly what the pastor said. And it's a tragedy. 
It's like a, it's like getting caught in a DUI or or or, or, or a car wreck. Believers, you got to listen to this and remember Jesus Christ has a plan for you. And he's actually going to he's going to walk on water to prove it. And so verse 14 says, Then those men, when they had seen this sign that Jesus did, they said, This is truly the prophet who has come into the world. He's thinking, No, I'm more than a prophet. I'm Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's, it's funny to me because <laughs> you see so many people today, they <laughs> it's it's sad. I'm not laughing at them, but it's 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 all over the Bible, man. Jesus is God. It's simple. Jesus Christ. Paid the price for you and us to be in paradise. There's, there's nothing more. We don't got to try. We don't got to work our way. It's a free message. <laughs> the message is free. But 15 says, Therefore, when Jesus perceived that they were about to come and take him away by force to make him king, he depart, departed again to the mountain by himself, alone. Now, the momentum's picking up. Jesus Christ's ministry is getting famous. Now, He's now he's getting famous, not the church. So Jesus is getting famous, and the church is not getting famous. But he's getting all the fame and the glory, and Jesus is now on the pulpit, and he's up there preaching. He's feeding the five thousand, not the pastor, Jesus. And then all of a sudden, here it comes, man. A train wants to wreck him. Boom. What are you doing, feeding all these people? We're the Jewish religious leaders. You can't do that. And he's thinking, are you kidding me? I'm God. But here comes the awesome part. Because when Jesus perceived that they were about to come and take him away by force to make him the king, he departed again to the mountain by himself alone. He didn't want to be the king of this earth. And that's the issue we need to talk about. Believers, listen to me. Jesus Christ did not come to this earth to be kinged as a man. He came to this earth to be kinged of heaven. He came to this earth to die for our sins. And he came to this earth to be worshipped. Not some earthly king. Not some pocket card that you can grab and pull out when you need them not some not some handkerchief that you can wipe off your sweat and say okay lord i need you now no he came once and he's coming back again he died for us once we asked for our forgiveness for our sins once maybe some of us twice but we need to be serious about this because jesus came And he broke bread. And he paid the price for our sins. And he loves us. But he wanted to be by himself alone. Why? Why did he want to be alone by himself? Jesus wanted to be alone with his father. Because he just performed a huge miracle. But Jesus wanted to spend that one-on-one time relationship with, with the father. And that's what we believers need to do we need to spend that one-on-one personal time with the savior 
and not get ahead of ourselves, but be in line with Jesus in all things. Listen, we need to pray about all things. We need to get alone and stay alone. You know, Jesus was praying because God was in control. But Jesus was spending the time alone with the Father because they were one. He was the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Believers, listen to me. Are you going through something so bad where you can't think straight? You're sweating bullets? Jesus is saying, stay. Come. Stand alone with me. Jesus wants you to get alone time with him. And, 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 and spend that quality time with the Father so that you and him can grow together. So that he can show you many things and so that you can lean not on your understanding, but to lean, lean on the Father. Cry on his shoulder. Get on your knees and say, Lord Jesus, this is the one-on-one time, man. This is communion time. But verse 16 says, now when evening came, his disciples went down to the sea. Okay, so they're going down to the sea, right? They're going to go see what's happening. Well, they got into the boat and they went over to the sea towards Capernaum, all right? And it was already dark and Jesus had not come to them. And verse 18 says, Then the sea arose because a great wind was blowing. So when they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and drawing near the boat. And they were afraid. But he said to them, It is I, do not be afraid. Now you got to think about this, man. That's the Sea of Galilee. And it was... You know, I, I've been there so many times, but I used to ski on that place, man. And and I used to ski on that lake. I used to, I used to ski on that boat and I'd see these big old Jesus tourist bo- boats going by. <laughs> I'd do some backflips. But the thing of it is, man, is Jesus Christ was there for a reason. And the reason was this. Here we got this big old windstorm coming up, man. And, and, and it's it's already getting dark, you know. And and basically, there's a big storm coming. <laughs> it's huge. Listen, there's a storm coming, and the, the the sea is starting to go back and forth and back. The water is booking. It's chucking. It's it's it's, it's the winds pushing the water around. It's it's going, man. It's it's really booking. The great winds blowing around, and they and they rode about three or four miles out, and they saw Jesus walking on the sea. Man, he was walking on water. And he was drawing near the boat and they were afraid. They thought he was like some kind of ghost probably. Listen, but he said to them, it is I, do not be afraid. And they, and, and they, and then, listen to this, verse 21. Then they willingly received him into the boat. And immediately the boat was at the land where they were going. It was like, whew. he came to them and they freaked out and they were tripped out. Listen. When the wind blows, honest to God, in your life, when you go through the trials, when when there's when there's wind so hard in your face and you can't even see anymore. You know, years ago I went surfing and it was crazy. I was in Huntington Beach, California, and I was surfing. And I went with this guy named Ernie, man. Uh this guy, man, he was a surfer, him and Chris. We went out there, man, and he and 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 he was like, "Come on, man, let's catch these waves. I'm out there surfing, man." And all of a sudden, you know, I'm like, yeah, I can take these waves. They're only eight foot. Oh, wow. <laughs> They're only eight foot. I put the dog leash on my on my leg. I got a 6'4 gunner surfboard on my leg. I'm out there and I'm waiting on this wave and it's coming. And then here goes Ernie. Man, there goes Ernie. He's going for the count. He's And he's up, man. He's going. 
all of a sudden, boom, this wave hits me, eight foot swell, takes me to the bottom of the ocean. And I'm rolling on the bottom of the ocean like a, like a seashell. And I'm, I'm thinking, oh my Lord. So I swing back to the top, man. I'm swimming back to the top and boom, another one hits me. My arms are so tired, I can't even walk. I can't even move my legs any, anymore. I'm, I can't even move my arms. Forget walking, I can't even paddle. I, 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 I'm at the bottom of this ocean thinking to myself, I'm gonna die. I, I'm gonna die, if I give up, I'm gonna die. My wetsuit fills up with water. The, 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 it, the, the ocean's booking, man, I mean, it's raging, like, like raging waters, it's just coming down on me, hitting me. I'm scared. I'm like, wow, man, I'm at the bottom of the ocean. And all of a sudden, I say, I cry out to God. I was almost like a Jonah moment. And I said, Lord Jesus, please. I'm trying to make a deal with God. God doesn't make deals, I find out later. Lord, get me out of here. I'll do anything. I'll, I'll do anything if you just save my life. And I paddle to the top again. And boom, I get hit with another wave. At this point, my arms, I can't even move anymore. And all of a sudden, the Lord, the Lord I just heard a voice in my head. And, the, and I got up again and the Lord said, take this wave. Just just float. And, I, and the wave just brought me all the way back into the shore, man. And I laid on the beach that day and I thought to myself, first of all, I'm never going to go surfing again. <laughs> it's crazy. These surfers are crazy. So, uh, secondly, I thought to myself, wow. This is amazing how I made a deal with God and he got me out. And God spoke to my heart right there and he said, Joseph, I don't do deals. I don't do deals. I love you. And when you're going through a trial or a problem in life that you can't handle, call on me. Call on me and I'll come to you. And that's what Jesus did. The wind was blowing and they rode out about three or four miles and they saw Jesus walking on the sea and drawing near the boat, and they were afraid. And I was afraid. And people are afraid. Whether it's a, a, a new job you're starting, or a, or, a, or a problem that you're facing in this life that you think you can't bear anymore, Jesus says, I will free you. I will, I, will, I will take you from your boat all the way to the shore. And that's what Jesus did to me that day. He took me from the bottom of the ocean to the shore. And I don't know how I got there. Listen, whatever you're going through right now, whatever you're seeing right now, and you don't know how you're going to get there, listen to me. Please stop right now. Everybody stop and listen. Jesus is going to get you to that, from that boat to that shore. No matter what it costs, he's going to get you to that boat to that shore. I want you to say that to yourself. Jesus is going to get me to this boat and my boat to that shore. And he's going to do it. How's he going to do it? I don't know, but he knows. And you know what? Listen, he says, don't be afraid because if he can walk on the sea and he can draw near to that boat and they weren't afraid anymore. And, and, and he said to them, it is, it is I, do not be afraid. Listen to this. Verse 21 says, and they willingly received him into the boat and immediately the boat was at the land where they, might, where they were going. Jesus will do that for you and he will say, I am the bread of life. And if you believe in that, you will never die, but you will have everlasting life. If today you say, Jesus Christ, I surrender my life to you. I want to get on that boat with you. 
I want you to take me to that side. And that side is eternal salvation, eternal heaven, eternal life with Jesus Christ. Listen, get on that boat. Jesus is saying the boat is here. If you're going through this trial in life, if you're going through this problem in life, if you feel like, oh, I want to commit a a sin or I want to do this, get in the boat. If you feel like you want to commit, if you're if you're pregnant right now and you're young and you and you want to get an abortion, don't do it. There's ways to help you. There's people that will help you. Jesus says, "Get in my boat. You don't got to go to that clinic. Get in this clinic. Jesus will send providers to help you. You don't got to take that way. And if you have, Jesus says, "I have forgiven you." If you're sitting here thinking, oh, I did this, so, oh, I murdered, I did that, I did this. Jesus says, I have forgiven you. This is the boat I'm talking about. Listen, this is the Jesus boat. If you have done something so awful in this world that you think you can't be forgiven, then guess what? Satan is lying to you. Jesus says, don't be afraid. Get in this boat. And when you get in this boat, I will forgive you. I will find and I will give you a way out of your sin. You want to stop drinking? Get in this boat. I will do it for you. How, Pastor Joseph? It's easy. Read the Bible. Find a church that's solid. Find a real solid church that teaches verse by verse. Or keep coming back to these podcasts. It is a church. Listen. But don't make the mistake people made before you. Or don't make any more mistakes because Jesus can forgive any mistake you make. Except for some deep ones that we don't want to talk about on this channel right now. But Jesus Christ says he will forgive you for your sins. But you got to get in the boat. Jesus wants you to surrender your life to him and say, I surrender. I'm in the boat. Now what do I do, Jesus? He says, now you put on me. Put me in your heart. Put on me. He says, don't be afraid. He says, in verse 22, he says, on the following day when the people were standing on the other side of the sea, they saw that there was no other boat there except that one. You see, that's the one, man. And that one boat, Jesus is what what he wants you to get on, man. This is the message today. Get on the boat. And you may think, I've been on the boat, Pastor. I've been in these churches and they're nasty. They, they treat me like garbage. <laughs> they are. Wow, I'm so mad. I'm so angry. Listen. Guess what? I've been there. We've all been there. Church isn't for the perfect people. Church is for the sinners. <laughs> like an AA meeting, man. For alcoholics. But also... <laughs> You know, like, Jesus wants to take you away from those hurts, man. He wants to take you away. Don't focus on man. Man will fail you. Don't focus on the Bible study that failed you. Don't focus on that one woman that cut you. Don't don't focus on the problem or the trial. Focus on how Jesus is going to teach you during this trial that James chapter 1 talks about. It says, brother, not let many of you become... Uh, I'm sorry, that's James chapter 3. James chapter 1 says, because I know the verses by heart. James chapter 1 says, uh, brother, um, it says, 
Count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the trial produces patience, but let patience have its prophetic work. Don't let the... Don't let that trial sink you. Don't let the trial itself woo you down and bring you down like the surfboard all the way down to the bottom of the ocean where you can't get up. Forget about it. Focus on Jesus. Focus on the boat. You're in the boat. Jesus is going to take you to the other side. And 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 basically, you're on the boat. So let's go on, man. This is awesome. So 22, we're going to go into 20, 22. So this says... On the following day, when the people who were standing on the other side of the sea saw that there was no other boat there except uh, no other boat there except that one which his disciples had entered, and that Jesus had not entered the boat with his disciples, but his disciples had gone away alone. However, other boats came from Tiberias near the place where they ate bread. Man, they wanted to get some food too. <laughs> After the Lord had given thanks. So basically, verse 24 says, When the people therefore saw that Jesus was not there, nor his disciples, they also got into the boats and came to Capernaum, seeking Jesus. And when they found him on the other side of the sea, listen to this, okay? They had said to him, Rabbi, when when did you come here? You know, Jesus always gets there before us. I mean, because he's ahead of us. That's why I said, don't get ahead of yourself, man. Let the Lord work in you. And Jesus answered them and said, Moses, surely I say to you, okay, you seek me not. You seek me not because you saw the signs, because you ate of the loaves and were filled, man. And that's what I'm talking about. Some people just want to use Jesus for money or food. They want to prostitute the gospel. They want to they sit there and, and put on certain things in the churches, some churches, like Revelations t- talks about, the bogus churches, the lukewarm churches, the Laodicea churches. But Jesus is talking about the people who are just there for the free ride. Man, they don't want Jesus. They, they just want to eat and, and get what he has and leave, man. They, they, they don't want to p- put out their 20 bucks. I mean, for their all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> Listen, man, it doesn't cost money. To, to follow Jesus or serve Jesus. And Jesus is basically saying, look, you only follow me because of my food, man. You know, get real and get right. That's what Jesus is saying in a nice way. Stop playing church. Stop getting on the pulpit and pretending to be someone you're not. Stop pretending to be something you're not called to be. If you're called to do something, then do it. Jesus here is saying, look it. You know, I'm ahead of you. Listen, I got here way before you. I already knew that you that I was going to be here before you got to the other side. See? And he's telling them straight out, man, they're coming for another free ride. Look, they're following them on the backside. Here we go. It's another all-you-can-eat buffet. And Jesus is already there, dude. He's like, hey, how you guys doing? <laughs> I knew you were going to be here. And he says, he says, he answers them and says, most assuredly I say to you, you seek me not because you saw the signs, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. Do not labor for the food which dies, but for the food which endures for everlasting life, which is the Son of Man who will give you, because God the Father has set his seal on him. Wow. Do you know what he's saying? He's saying, all you believers who are out there, don't face 
your trials alone. Listen, Jesus is going to be there for you. Listen to what he's saying. He's saying, all you freeloafers, all you wannabe servers who want Jesus, all you liars, manipulators, false pastors who get on the pulpit, ask for money, who go out there and you make money on the church, all you guys out there, Jesus is saying, I was already a step ahead of you. And I used Pastor Joseph to tell you. Ouch! Wow! This is deep. This is real deep. Because believers, listen to me. Jesus Christ is coming back. And he's coming back with his, with his, with, with his lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the angels. But basically, they're going to come down and they're going to judge. We're gonna, and we got to be right. I don't know what churches are bad. And I'm not the church finger pointer. I'm not the pastor pointer. I'm not the. I'm teaching God's word verse by word, verse, and this is what's going on in this world in this time right now. This is the times we're living in, where 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 people want a free ride. People want, you know, they want to go ahead and use Jesus, the Christianity ministry, for money. They want to eat for free, and Jesus says, "No, my ministry is not for sale." Jesus Christ is not for sale. There's no for sale sign on his head. And yes, it's a lot of nuggets here today, church, believers, podcast listeners, note takers. Yes, it's a lot. And we're going to end with this. We're going to stop. It's a lot. I'm getting worked up. (laughs) You know, I get worked up on some of these televangelists, you know, pastors on TV, you know, They, 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 yeah. Sowing the seed. You know, it, it, it gets to me. But I pray for him. Um, listen, we need to be filled with these baskets. These 12 loaves, these 12 baskets, these 12 disciples. The message is clear. Jesus wants you to get out there and love others. Serve others. Don't have a grumpy face. When you see these churches that are bad, don't don't go don't don't rebuke them. Let the Lord let the Lord be the Lord. Let Jesus be Jesus. Um, God will handle it. Look what He says here. He says He says, you know, my bread endures for everlasting life. You don't need to worry anymore. My seal is on. Listen, He says it right here. He says the Son of Man will give you because God the Father has set His, his seal on Him. They're three in one. They're you know Jesus is going to die for our sins soon. And, 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 and basically, they said to him, what shall we do that we may, may work the works of God? And he's saying, put away your watchtowers. I'm sorry. Uh, get, rid of your, get rid of your works. He's saying, he says, uh, you know, <laughs> Jesus answered and said to them, this is the work of God that you believe in him who sent. That's it. Believe. Believe and receive and walk with Jesus Christ and that's all you have to do. Father, I come before you, Lord. I thank you. Wow, Lord. Forgive me if I was kind of hard on on this sermon, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for the believers out there, Lord. The message is free. We don't have to work our way. We don't have to buy our way. We don't have to give our possessions away. It's a free message. And Lord, we thank you for that. And we know that we can call upon you when we are on in the biggest ocean of problems. We know that you will get us from point A to point B. Because that's the God that you are. You are faithful, Jesus. And Lord, I thank you for this. And I praise you for this. And I, and I, 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 I thank you, Jesus. And I pray for all the, the listeners, even in Mexico, 
Lord, I pray that you bless Mexico, bless all these countries that are listening to this podcast. In Jesus' name, amen. And God bless you guys. We're going to put the Mexico podcast on, and, and we're going to get it going. Uh, uh, things are, are shaping up and getting a lot of emails, and, and, and God bless you guys. And, and thanks for coming back to Growing in His Word. We're always here for you. Drop us an email. Anything you need. In Jesus' name, amen.